Thank you for listening to this Podcast One Sportsnet production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Support for the Dan Patrick Show podcast comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Home is so much more than a house. It's your own little slice of heaven. That's why when you find the perfect place for you and your family, getting a mortgage shouldn't get in the way. Imagine how it feels to have an award-winning team by our side through every step of this process. It's awesome. Exactly what you get with Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Their team of mortgage experts obsessed with finding a better way, which means that their number one goal, make home buying process smoother for you. With industry-leading online lending technology developed in the heart of Detroit, Rocket Mortgage is changing the game. It's an award-winning client service and support every step of the way. Quicken Loans has helped millions of Americans achieve their dream of home ownership, and they're going to help you. Visit rocketmortgage.com slash Dan. Take the first step toward the home of your dreams. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Push button. Get mortgage. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave, this is Dan Patrick. Hour two on this Monday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Spent some time with Troy Aikman, NFL and Fox in the first hour. Talked a lot about the Rams and the Cowboys moving forward. We'll talk to the Navy quarterback, Malcolm Perry. Rushed for over 300 yards as Navy beats Army. We'll talk to him coming up. And full disclosure, I did have him third on my Heisman list. I had Joe Burrow, then Chase Young, and I had Malcolm Perry. And that's why when the... Uh, number came out of how many uh, voters did not have Joe Burrow on their ballot. So I voted for three players. And you had almost 5% of the ballots did not have Joe Burrow on the ballot. Now, I'm not sure why. I'm going to give the voters the benefit of the doubt in this regard. And that is, you probably looked at Joe Burrow and said he's going to win this. And it would be nice if I gave a first or second or third place vote to somebody locally that I've been covering who may be overlooked, maybe not enough people focused in on our teams or this performance, and you want to do that for somebody. It's just like what I did for Malcolm Perry at, uh, at Navy. I got a chance to watch him. I've, uh, I follow the service academies, and I love this story. And I thought he was absolutely brilliant on Saturday against uh, Army. If you did that, okay. You want to give a first-place vote to... Throw somebody out there, Tua, for what he's gone through with Alabama. Okay, I understand it. But I'd be curious why you did. I told you why I voted for Malcolm Perry. Is he the third best player? No, probably not. But this is a career vote that I gave him for what he's done. Uh, I, I, I'd love, I try to go to a service academy game every single year. I try to. Um, and I encourage you, if you get the opportunity, to do it. But it's not just Annapolis or West Point, Air Force Academy. And I, I just think it's a great story. But I'm also factoring in who they are as people, as students uh, who were, you know, maybe going to war. But, you know, you have you know, a brilliant performance there, and I put him third on my ballot. And I make no apologies for it. He'll join us in 15 minutes. But, uh, you know, Joe Burrow uh, looks like he might be headed to the Cincinnati Bengals. 
And if you start to look at the AFC North, if you're looking at quarterbacks, if you're looking at divisions here, which division is in the best hands when it comes to quarterbacks moving forward? Because let's say Joe Burrow goes to Cincinnati and is a very good quarterback. I got Lamar Jackson, and I'm not I, – I haven't given up on Baker Mayfield, and we don't know what the Steelers are going to do. I don't like who they have if somebody's succeeding Ben Roethlisberger, the players they have on their roster right now. But the AFC North is in pretty good hands, it feels like. The AFC East with Sam Darnold, Josh Allen. Tom Brady, we don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to happen soon here. And then Miami might end up with Justin Herbert or Tua Tonga-Vailoa. You might look at the AFC East and say, you're in pretty good hands there. Yeah, Paul. NFC West, you got Russ, you got uh, Jimmy G, Jared Goff, which people are cooling a little bit on. But then you, Kyler Murray had a really nice day. That might be the division. That might be uh, the leader in the clubhouse right now. Do you have a worse division for quarterbacks right now? I'm trying to think who would come to mind. I, I, I'm going to go NFC South only because Breeze is very old, but not he's still very good. But the window is closing. Tampa Bay Bucks, uh, Atlanta Falcons. Matt Ryan's good, but he's he's like a B plus. And then the Carolina Panthers are in flux. How about the AFC South? Pretty good now. Well, Deshaun Watson. You well, know, now Tannehill looks well, okay. but I'm, nobody's. I, I don't know if anybody's buying in on Ryan Tannehill as like long-term answer there. Jacoby Brissett is is good. Deshaun Watson special, and then you've got Jameis. Or uh, who am I throwing in there? Uh, Mania? Uh, Nick Foles. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, Gardner. Yeah, yeah, that's dicey. I mean, Foles is zero and four, and Gardner's like five and five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's dicey there. Who else would you put in there? NFC North is still. You got Rodgers is really good. Kirk D Cousins during the afternoon is really good. Stafford, I don't know what's going to happen with him, and Mitchell Trubisky. You know, you know, the Bears could have won that. If 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 they get that lateral to Allen Robinson, they 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 have a chance to win that game against Green Bay. It's crazy. Although here's Aaron Rodgers saying that, hey, nobody has given us any respect. I don't know that we have the full respect of the entire league at this point, based on some of our performances, you know, where we got beat by a couple scores and kind of the reaction. I would assume to those situations, but we're seven and one at home. You know, we have an inside track at the two seed. Obviously, we have uh, an opportunity to wrap up the division next week, which guarantees a home game and probably in the third seed uh, at, at worst. I like our chances. I like our football team. Okay, I'm not sure where this came from. You barely squeaked by the Bears. You got humbled by the 49ers. I would just kind of ease through the rest of the regular season. I think you're pretty well-liked. Aaron is always mentioned as the most talented quarterback who's ever played the position. People love to pick them to win the NFC. We talk about the, the atmosphere. That I, I don't know if there's any negatives here. They got through the Mike McCarthy era. They seem to be doing playing well, doing just enough to get by, and they'll be a tough out if they have home field advantage there. By the way, if you want one of the DP show calendars signed and sent back before Christmas. We have to receive it today because Mario who refused to commit over the weekend to send out calendars. 
So uh, he's got today very selfish of Mario because they said, look, this is a special time of the year. You're Santa Claus here with this audience. If they don't get those calendars, Santa doesn't take a day off. Mario did over the weekend. And Santa's old. Mario's young. Mario should have been in here over the weekend sending out those calendars. And if you're watching right now on Audience Channel 239 Direct TV or uh, BR Live, those are calendars that need to be taken out, that we autograph and shipped out. So to get them in time for Christmas, we have to receive them today. And if you didn't send them in and we didn't get them today, they won't be there in time for Christmas. We will get them back to you at some point when Mario feels it's best. Yes, Bowen. Any concern? You know you watch those local news stories where a postal worker who's overwhelmed throws a bunch of his mail in the, behind a dumpster behind like a 7-Eleven, and they find it a year later, you know, or or that he hoards all his uh, mail at home. Any chance Mario is going to just hide 50 or 60 of these so he doesn't have to send them out? I think there's a distinct possibility mm-hmm. that that could happen there. But uh, check out the DP Show store DanPatrick.com, DP Show app, limited edition DP gear in time for Christmas. Please place your order by Wednesday. All right. Uh, Fritzy just sent me AFC West. Car, Lock, Rivers, no. A lot of question marks there. No. Other than Mahomes, there's really not much to work with there. Yeah. Uh, Mahomes saves the division there, but I, I haven't seen enough of Drew Locke. I think Drew Locke is guaranteed to disappoint Bronco fans. Like, it just feels like that, unfortunately. Derek Carr, I've said all along, I don't think he's the quarterback when they get to Vegas. And Phillip Rivers, I think he's done with the Chargers. So, uh, Some people arguing that you can't give up your Raider fandom just because they're moving. As a 40-year-old Raiders fan, it's impossible just to pick a new team. I've been a Raider fan since the sixth grade. Yes, Paul. If your wife leaves you twice... You can get a new wife. You know, you, you don't have to just be like, that's my wife. That's that's what I'm going to do. If if your wife leaves you two different times during the marriage mm. and I'm not, and has no plans of coming back, I mm. think you can be married a long time and move on. Yeah, but you really love the Raiders. How many times have the Raiders left their fans? Is it two or three times? Three, right? Doesn't it be third? Yeah, but there's nothing attached to your love with the Raiders. Like you don't sign a prenup. Like you just love the Raiders unconditionally. You may not love your wife unconditionally. You love her, but if she decides that she's leaving you or you're moving on, you know, with your football team, it's a little different. You can have a separation, and the Raider fans have had a separation a couple of times here. Yes, McClellan. I, I, if I'm a Raider fan, I like them more in Vegas. At least I get to go to Vegas. That Oakland was a disaster. It is. Yeah. What had been happening lately. Yeah. I mean, and also, the Raiders are a national team. They're always top three in sales. Um, yeah, but why is it that nobody – their fans, they didn't draw great. Yeah. I don't understand that. I, it's like they're they're known and respected nationally, but I don't know where they are in attendance. Now, granted, I've been to the Oakland Coliseum a few times, and it's, it's, it, uh, it's well beyond its years. It needs to be put down. Need, yeah, needs to do that. Yeah, McLovin. I mean, it had an infield. That you could see. Oh, it's just horrible. What's your, is Derek oh, Carr the quarterback in Vegas? I don't week think so. One? I don't think so. I don't know. I mean, maybe a month ago, I just remember when they were the hot item, and boy, they could make the playoffs, and then all of a sudden, they went south in a hurry. Uh, but I no, I don't, I don't think so. And it was an ugly situation there at the end of the game. Because Derek Carr wants to thank the fans, and the fans don't want to be thanked by Derek Carr. He started throwing stuff. He's such a nice guy, 
Hey, I just want to say, boo! I really approve, boo! And it really means a whole lot to wear the silver and blood, boo! Uh, uh, this isn't going well. We should get off the field here. That, by the way, that's not actual sound of Raider fans. Apparently not. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I'm, I'm just kind of paraphrasing what I think might have happened there yesterday. Uh, the Patriots, uh, right now, status quo here. We're not quite sure if uh, there's going to be any punishment. There will be punishment. There will be blood. I don't know if it's football punishment or this is just financial punishment. Because I think this, is, this isn't this is a football crime. At least, this is just from the outside looking in. I have no other information. I'm leaving that up to Jay Glazer. Jay Glazer had the video of uh, what was shot by this videographer. And, you know, the Patriots have separated themselves from the person who was taking the video, that this feels like it was just, we made a mistake. Even if it's an honest mistake, you still made a mistake. And if you have somebody who's had experience, uh, even if they have somebody who didn't have experience, I'm going to punish you. And I would I would do a, a heavy financial fine. I don't know if I take away a draft pick. You know, okay, you take away a fifth-round draft pick. But I, I'd like to have a connection there. You've already made up your mind. No matter what's on that tape, aside from them saying, let's break down the signals that are being sent in here and I can get this back to Coach Belichick. You've already made up your mind. You either think they cheat or you don't think they cheat. Yeah, Fritzy. And there was a poor explanation there in that video. I know that the videographer doesn't have, isn't a PR person and knows what to say in that moment. But when you're saying things like, uh, when they say, why are you shooting that? Uh, I don't know. Well, well, I can delete it, though, so it's not really cheating because I'm able to delete it and not show it to anybody. How is that an explanation for what you're shooting? Yeah, but you're one of the more easily frustrated, flustered guys that I've ever met. I can, I, I, like, if you were in that moment, somebody says, what are you shooting there, Todd? If you're not prepared to say what you want to say, that's, that's tough. But, the, but if you're not shooting, just seem a little guilt ridden to be like, well, I, I don't know why we're well, doing well, that. I'll Even when you're innocent, you sound guilty. Not just you, I, and, you know, people in general, that you're trying to sound, you know, when the police officer comes up and says, license and registration, well, what, what, what was I doing? I, I only had a couple beers. I didn't ask if you had any beer. Step outside of the car. I'll step outside of the car, but, you know, I, I've got some weed in my pocket. Thank you. You all of a sudden confess to things that you didn't even do. Yes, Tom. I feel even guilty than that. If I see a police car behind me for more than three seconds, I'm sure it's following me, and I'm, I must have done something. I didn't signal, or I went three miles over the speed limit. I'm just waiting until he goes past me or she goes past me. I'm just assuming I'm about to get pulled over. McLovin, what's the poll question today? So I took our discussion, which division has the best quarterbacks, saying basically if oh. the Bengals take Joe Burrow, which division has the best future quarterback, put it up about 15 minutes ago, the NFC West is jumping out to an early lead with Jimmy G, Goff, Russell Wilson, and Kyler Murray. In the NFC East right now, you got Dak. We don't know what the, you know, Daniel Jones with the Giants. I don't know what we have with Dwayne Haskins and the Redskins. And you got Carson Wentz. But even then... Carson Wentz is doing what you want a franchise quarterback to do. I mean, they're using a guy. I think the guy who scored the touchdown, Ward, that's a former college quarterback, right, McLovin? Oh, great. Yeah, he was at University of Houston. Houston. I think he was like a Heisman candidate. Yeah. You know, he was pretty, pretty I mean, really good. For a moment there. Yeah, yeah, a running, running, uh, throwing quarterback. Yeah, he he's been stuck on the practice squad all year, and they've had no receivers, and I don't know why he wasn't. And Miles Sanders, Penn State, 
I remember you kind of liked him. I did like him. I yeah, liked he him a lot. Really well. Yeah, because he, he tried to follow Saquon, and, and I thought he was really talented. Yeah, McLeod. By the way, we're getting a ton of tweets after Troy Aikman saying, how can you say the Cowboys are so dangerous when they haven't made the playoffs yet? Do you have a hunch on this game in Philly? As my Eagles fandom, I, I, have I got no, my eye up. I, I, I don't root. Like, I root for a great story. I think Dallas making the playoffs makes it a better story because if they don't make the playoffs, then we know Jason Garrett's gone. But if they do make it, and of course I did say that this team had the talent to go to the Super Bowl this year, uh, I was very proud yesterday watching that game. Like, yeah, I told you the Cowboys were good. And my wife goes, who are you talking to? I go, I, I, I think myself. That's sad. I know. I, we're sitting at a bar watching the game, and I'm going, yeah, take that. You're going to take that to the air? And we're the only two. We're the, she goes, who are you talking to? I go, I think myself. Like, I told you the Cowboys are good. Take that. Uh, Jeff in Detroit joins us. Hey, Jeff, good morning. What do you have for me? Good morning there, Dan. How's everything there, sir? Coming at you with my best and worst of the weekend. All right. Uh, my best is going to be Jay Glazer actually getting that because – uh, the one thing that I've always paid attention to you saying is you tried to put the uh, story to bed. The Pats were looking good, maybe sweeping it up under the rug, but it takes on a different meaning once you get video and audio. And once they receive that video and audio and everybody got a chance to see it, I mean, the whole world is watching at that time of day. Yeah. That was just a great get. And it actually it, it gave a little bit of fire to the story. I mean, you might not have just mentioned it in passing, but now – it becomes the topic of conversation. But do you change uh, your opinion, Jeff, off of what you saw in that video that Fox had? You know what? Not really, but it does look bad because, and I'll tell you a quick story. Me being a police officer, when you would catch somebody doing something, you know, you catch some kids stealing candy, and they say, well, I'll put the candy right back. You know, it's not a big deal. <laughs> it's like, dude, you've already stolen the candy. That's not the problem. Putting it back, we know what happened. And that's what the guy said. He said, the damage is done. You know, so that's like, wow. I mean, just go ahead, step in front of the bus, and take it like a true patriot, <laughs> literally. Uh, what's your worst of the weekend? Worst is going to be, of course, my Detroit Lions, man. Their defense makes any quarterback that faces them look like a, a pro bowler. I mean, he makes Jameis Weston look like, oh, my. Uh, <laughs> he, if you want to get paid, play Matt Patricia's defense. Every quarterback that has played him has come out looking better. Mitchell Trubisky, uh, 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 Cook, I mean, everybody. Anybody who needs a boost. Play the Lions, you're guaranteed to win. And let me ask you this question. Is it me or does it feel like some way, somehow, Jason Garrett is going to survive this season? <laughs> I, I wondered about that. Thank you, Jeff. Always great to talk to you. I Now, you know, we talked to Troy Aikman. He goes, look, Jerry Jones didn't say you got to get to the NFC title game or the Super Bowl. And and, and he's right. that They never said that. If he, that's always been my feeling from the start of the season. That's the only way he could save his job. He could he could win his way back into his job, and maybe it's going to the super going to the NFC title game might keep him in Dallas. I'm guessing, but that's going to be pretty difficult. But they're going to have a, a if they beat Philadelphia, they're going to host the 49ers probably. So crazier things have happened. You get on a roll. All right, we'll come back. I uh, put him third on my Heisman ballot, Malcolm Perry. Navy quarterback had the unbelievable performance over the weekend. There's a whole lot more to that story. 
Uh, we'll talk to him coming up next year. 19 after the hour, this is the Dan Patrick Show. Are you a man over 40 and worried about your blood pressure? Nitro Boost, the new natural formula that boosts nitric oxide levels, which naturally maintains healthy blood pressure levels and boosts libido and sexual performance for men safely and naturally. It's true. Both your blood pressure and sexual performance are linked to better blood flow and circulation. Dozens of clinical studies are out there that prove this. Nitro Boost has worked for men across this great country to support healthy blood pressure, support energy production, and you know what? Maintain healthy sexual function as well. Call now to try Nitro Boost, risk-free. That's risk-free. For a limited time, get a free bottle with your order and faster results than you ever thought possible. Or you know what? We're going to give you your money back. No questions asked. Go to buynitroboost.com. That's buynitroboost.com. Mention Dan Patrick, and you know what we're going to do? You're going to receive a free bottle of the brand-new fish oil formula just for trying Heart Factors today. Again, Nitro Boost, risk-free, the free bottle of the brand-new fish oil formula. Go to buynitroboost.com. Buynitroboost.com. I'm going to tell you about it once more. Buynitroboost.com. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Perry on the keeper midfield, fights up to man 45, he's at the 40, he's got a convoy with it, Malcolm Perry down the sideline, he's gonna go, touchdown, Navy midshipman, explosive play, Malcolm Perry, 55 yards. Courtesy of WBAL Sports Radio, midshipmen end a three-year winless route against Army. Thanks to Malcolm Perry, who will join us coming up here in a moment, rushed for over 300 yards, 304 to be exact, two touchdowns in that game. Discover Play of the Weekend, brought to you by the Discover Card, matching all the cash back you earned at the end of your first year automatically. No limit on how much they'll match. Millions of people a year getting their cash back match. Discover Cash Back Match. What are you waiting for? Learn more. Discover.com slash cashback matched. Malcolm Perry joining us after the great performance over the weekend as Navy roughs up Army. And uh, he became the fourth quarterback in FBS history to rush for at least 300 yards in a game. And he joins us now. Malcolm, congratulations. Uh, what is Monday like after the win against uh, Army? Um, pretty sore um, for the most part. Um, you know, we still got exams and stuff going on, so everybody's pretty focused. But um, waking, this, waking up this morning was, was a lot easier than it, than it usually is. So. But what do you? What does the academy get? What, what do the midshipmen get because you beat Army? Um, we find out here soon um, after the game. Uh, the Daunt told us that uh, we have something coming our way. So uh, we're still looking looking forward to what that is, and, and we'll see. What do you want it to be? Um, some form of missing school. That would be nice. But, uh, <laughs> other than that, I have no idea. What was the pregame speech, the locker room, like? Um, just like any other game, you know, we try to keep it as normal as possible. Um, just uh, trying to let – Coach Nehemiah trying to let everybody know, you know, we got this, we practice all week. Uh, we deserve it, you know. Just go out, go out there and earn it. So yeah, but it's not another game, and you know that, and everybody else knows that. Right. It, it's not. It's not at all. You know. Um, you can tell that once you walk out the tunnel. You know. There's however many fans. It feels like a million uh, staring down at you. Um, you know, lights, camera action, everything. Um, <laughs> all the stuff that comes with it. Um, and that's something that Coach Nehemiah focused on. 
uh, early on in the week in practice, uh, just trying to make us uh, feel comfortable with, with what's all going to be going on during the game. So um, for the most part, going into the game, uh, I feel like the team was pretty comfortable, um, not letting all the distractions get to us. So we tried to keep it as normal as possible. How nervous were you? Um, extremely nervous. Uh, probably probably the most nervous I've ever been for a game, uh, seeing as though it was our senior year, last last chance to beat Army. Um, yeah, I was I was extremely nervous. Uh, tried to hide it as much as possible from the team and everybody, but I, I was pretty nervous. Is there smack talk between the service academies during the game? Oh, every play. Uh, I try to I try to keep out of it, um, but yeah, literally every play. Well, what do they say to you? You may not respond, but what are they saying to you? I don't know what Army could be saying to you after that um, performance. Uh, a couple things I don't know if I could say, but. Um, <laughs> You know, it's just it's just it's just football. Um, you know, nothing out of the out of character for any 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 football team, but um, definitely more than usual. Explain this to me and the audience. Back in 2016, you made your debut in a game that I don't believe you dressed for. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that the game against Fordham, where you're in the stands cheering? You had played junior varsity that week, right? So yeah. Then, so so what happens? Um. So. Right. On that Friday, I played in the JV game uh, with the rest of the guys that weren't traveling or addressing for the for the first game of the season that year. And um, so it was my freshman year. Uh, traveled over to the game with the rest of the team, got to eat at the tailgate for the game. Uh, was sitting in the stands uh, eating Twizzlers uh, while the team was warming up. And uh, uh, got to watching the game. Saw that um, Tago unfortunately went down with an in- injury. Will Worth went in. Uh, the score got pretty jacked up, so, um, you know, I kind of figured that somebody else was going in, and then um, eventually I saw one of the managers running up in the stands, like, screaming screaming my name. <laughs> I was like, what does he want? What does he want? So he takes me takes me down to the locker room, through the tunnel and stuff like that, and I'm, I'm still confused at that point what's going on, but um, I get in the locker room, uh, and they tell me they're, they're going to dress me out and let me stand on the sideline. And uh, so I go out there um, and still really don't don't – expect to get in the game and play. But I was just I was just excited to be down there. But um eventually I got I got the call to go in and I got to run around a little bit and uh experience my first taste of college football. So it was a great experience. Did you get to stretch? Was that Did Oh you? yeah, yeah, of course. Oh okay. I got to stretch, yeah. Oh, all right. But you didn't want to play the position of quarterback when you when you first got to uh the Naval Academy, did you? Um I wouldn't say I, would, I didn't want to. I just had another uh, an option that I'd rather play. I'd rather play slot back. Um, and they gave me the option coming in, um, which one I wanted to play. But eventually it got around to me coming back to playing quarterback, which, um, you know, I wasn't the most excited about, but I didn't hate it. So eventually it got to the point where I'd rather play quarterback over anything. So kn- I'm happy about that. I knew you grew up in Tennessee. How disappointed that the volunteers didn't recruit you. Oh, extremely. Um, that was like, that's like my dream school growing up. Um, they could use you, Malcolm. I, I wish I wish they would have, but you know I'm happy where I'm at now, and uh, it's good. Uh, when you told your parents that you were going to Navy, they served in in the Army, I believe. For mm-hmm. what? For, how? What was that uh, conversation like when you say to mom and dad, "Hey, I know that you're Army. I'm uh, I'm going to Navy." <laughs> it was it was received a little bit better than I thought it would be. Um, my mom was fully on board. My dad likes to, you know, flip-flop between who he's rooting for, uh, depending on what day of the year it is. So <laughs> I got to watch him every once in a while. But um, other than that, it was, it was pretty it was pretty smooth. Um, they pretty much left it all up to me. 
um, and where I felt most comfortable at. So uh, I'm thankful for them. For sure. are, are you a big deal on campus? Um, I wouldn't say so. Uh, like teachers, I, do they like professors get autographed? Like, I, I'm just curious what it's like for you, you know, with a performance like that and uh, walking on campus. Yeah, um, not much has changed. Uh, a lot more people saying hi, hello. Um, a couple autographs here and there, yeah. But uh, for the most part, um, I think they do a good job of treating me just like anybody else. So. We're talking to Malcolm Perry, the Navy quarterback. I put you third on my Heisman ballot. I don't know if anybody told you, but I put Joe Burrow number one, Chase Young number two, and you number three. And I had to turn in my ballot before your performance. So thanks. You made me look a lot better that, uh, you know, you had that great performance. But, you know, trying to get any kind of – like, do you, you hope that you expect to get any NFL offers? Somebody curious about bringing you in to play? Um, I feel like, you know, if the opportunity presents itself, then I'm all for it. You know, like any other player in college that grew up playing football, that's something that they looked, they looked up to and they, they wanted to pursue. So um, I would be extremely grateful for the opportunity for sure. But you got a favorite team? Uh, the Titans, of course. Oh, okay. If, if, if you know, the commandant comes in, do you have to hang up? If somebody comes in right now, do you have to? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, call attention on deck, stand at attention. You get in trouble? Um, Have you gotten in trouble? No, not no. I, I, I'm pretty good at staying out of trouble. What about you know doing push? Like, how do they do stuff where you first got there? Did you you get roughed up? Yeah, uh, plebe summer is pretty rough. Um, that's when they kind of break you down, introduce you to the military life. Uh, that's when everybody gets in trouble then. <laughs> um, you really have no idea what's going on. Everybody's screaming at you. You're doing push-ups. You're running around in circles. Um, you kind of have no idea what's going on, but um, now that I'm a senior, now that I kind of see, you know, what they put us through and why they put us through that, um, I'm pretty I'm pretty good at staying out of trouble, doing what I'm supposed to do, and, and making sure others are doing the same. And running the football. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Uh, quantitative economics is your major? Yes, sir. You're kind of showing off a little bit, aren't you? <laughs> not at all. Yeah. What, what are you going to do with that? Uh, I'm not sure. Um, I just knew I was interested um, and business and money, um, and that was one of the biggest things for me is just uh, majoring in something that I was interested in and uh, possibly going to use in the future. So. Well, congrats. It was a lot of fun to watch you, and uh, if the commandant comes in, you tell him, you give him the phone, and then I'll take over from there and say, no, now you stand down. You stand down, <laughs> I'm not, sir. I'm not sure that'll work too well, but <laughs> I'll try. I'm going to end up doing push-ups, uh, but congratulations. That was a wonderful performance. you got Kansas State coming up in the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. That'll be at uh, the end of the year, December 31st on ESPN. Thank you, Malcolm, and uh, thanks for a great performance. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And that's uh, Malcolm Perry. Good kid there. Great runner. I, You know, and, and Gary Danielson was doing the broadcast, and he said, look, it feels like everybody's about equal on these teams, except for Navy has one guy who is different than everybody else on that football field. And that was the difference. You had that guy, Malcolm Perry. Open field. I, like, that's a guy that you would look at and you go, I'd put him in a slot receiver position. You know, bring him in uh, to be able to run, throw, uh, you know, he's so quick. I, you know, if you, he, he's, he can't be Taysom Hill because he's just not big enough to be Taysom Hill. And Taysom Hill's a better thrower than Malcolm is. But if you put him in the slot, I mean, just trying to get keep up with him off the line of scrimmage. You know, he could be more Antoine Randall L. Just get him out there and let him go.
because his ability in the open field, he had more yard, more carries of 20 yards or more than any other player in college football this year. Thought that was going to be a stat of the day. Okay, all right. Stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. A few years ago, we had uh, Keenan Reynolds, another great Navy quarterback. And I remember it was, we were getting him on in the first hour of the show. And we suggested, hey, about 9.20 Eastern. And then I think Paulie wrote back, is that too early? And then you could imagine at the Naval Academy, they're going, 9.20 too early? <laughs> these, these, these students have been up since 5 o'clock, probably. They've run a couple of miles. You know, taking a test or two, and we're saying, uh, 9.20 too early for them? No, I don't think so. I love that atmosphere. And I, I have not been to a, a game at the Naval Academy, but I've been to West Point quite a few times. And I first time I went there was in the early 80s. I saw Doug Flutie play. And, man, it stayed with me to the point where I made sure that I took my girlfriend, who's now my wife, I took her to West Point to see a football game. I, th- I just thought it was that special. And I've taken my kids there, and, and we try to go every year, if not every other year. And if you get that opportunity, and I've said this before, I know it sounds like a broken record, but that you never feel prouder. Like when, when you go there, email me, text me, call the show, and tell me after you've done it, and then you tell me if I you know didn't sell it in the way that it, it is presented. But when those cadets come marching in, whoo, man. It'll hit you. It'll hit you right between the eyes and in the heart. Yeah, Paul. You and I have been to the Army game a few times, and some of the younger cadets work the concession stand. They work the ticket booth. It's kind of like a half day off, and then they get to go and watch the game. The entire process, you get to walk the campus. It's really something. If you get there early enough and you can take the tour, take the tour, and you just realize how many of our leaders have passed through there. I'm just talking about West Point. Uh, you know, I'm preferential to West Point because we've gone there a few times, and it's closer to us. But it's a you step back in time. It's a it's an incredible atmosphere there, powerful. And uh, to watch Malcolm Perry do what he did, he's rushed for over 550 yards against West Point in the last two years. They're going to be happy to see him go into the NFL or whatever he decides to do. But I'd be curious. That's one of those if. They'd be a perfect player for Bill Belichick because he loves the Naval Academy. His dad coached there. That's where Bill's probably saying, hmm, all right, maybe we could bring him in and he could be our next Julian Edelman, a former college quarterback. Yes, McLovin. Yeah, and he needs more people who can throw the football since uh, obviously Brady's not getting the trick done. Whoa. Whoa what are you doing? Well, I was just thinking about I saw this article how they need this to This was use... a feel-good segment. Well, I know, but it's Edelman and Sanu, both are great quarterbacks. And if no, they brought in this Perry they're kid. They're former quarterbacks. Right, but they have also, he loves having this option as a thing. Perry is perfect for the Patriots. They'll run little flea flickers to him. I mean, it's it's a match made in heaven. You're right. I don't think he's a great thrower. I just think he would. I don't know how his hands are, but I just know that he he's, has such great vision on the field. You'd, you'd never get a good pop on him and put him in the open field, and he's so quick. Yes, Paul. Actually, this year for, for uh, Navy, Malcolm Perry completed 43 of 79 passes for 1,000 yards and six touchdowns. That's like any other quarterback throwing for 10,000 yards in a season. They throw about 20 times a year usually at Navy. I know. 
How many times did he throw in the game this weekend? Probably four. But last year he completed nine passes and had a fantastic season. Yeah. I think I thought he was like one for two or something. It might be in the, in the game. Uh, is it Rylan in Ohio? Yes, it is. Hey, Rylan. Hey, um, six foot, a slimming three twenty. I got a, uh, I got a uh, best and worst of the weekend. Okay. Um, my, my best is the debacle with the Cowboys and the coin toss. Uh, that was great <laughs> to see. Just looks like they're just trying to get Jason Garrett uh, fired. And my worst of the weekend was I'm a Notre Dame fan, but even watching, listen, hearing that Chase Young is thinking about coming back. He's not coming back. Another year. He's not coming back. Did they learn anything with Cardell Jones? I, I don't, he, I don't no, no, he's not. No, he's not, Ryland. Thanks for the phone call. Yeah, I, I talked to a, a source last night, NFL scout, and I said, uh, Chase Young coming back. He goes, he started laughing. And I go, oh, you don't think he's coming? He goes, no, 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 he's not coming back. You know, penciling man is, you know, the number two pick if the Giants end up with that, you know. If Joe Burrow goes one, Chase Young should go number two. Yeah, McClellan. We're positive, positive Burrow goes one and Chase Young two. Oh, I don't, I, I don't know if I would take Joe Burrow. If, I, I've said this before, even though Andy Dalton looked horrible yesterday. Um, do I want to put Joe Burrow in that situation right now with that coach and that environment? I, I know you want to improve it. I don't know if you can improve it by just bringing in Joe Burrow. I, I, I would probably keep Andy Dalton. If you said I could have Chase Young or I could have Joe Burrow and I'm the Bengals, I, I might lean towards Chase Young. I feel like I know more about Chase Young as a you know future NFL player than I do, do Joe Burrow. And Joe Burrow answered every possible question you could have somebody ask. He did everything. It's that position, depending on the team, depending on the coach, you know, the skill position players, it's just it's not just, hey, you're really good, come on in. It's you're really good and we have an offensive line. We got a great offensive coordinator. We have a philosophy here. There's so much that goes into succeeding there. Yeah, Paul. Any chance the Bengals have a theory in the back of their mind they could get Chase Young at defense this year, stink next year and get Trevor Lawrence? If they expect to be they're not gonna be drastically better with Chase Young, they're gonna be a great young player, but they're going to have a bad situation, then they could get Trevor Lawrence next year. Yeah, but that would mean the Bengals had a plan. Right. And normally they don't have a plan there. Yeah, McClellan. And also, the next year's quarterback class is always amazing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this was supposed to be the quarterback class. But yeah, Justin Fields, too, is a Bengal. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But it's always something always happens. I know. We always love what we can't yeah. have. Oh, man, that quarterbacking class next year is going to be unbelievable. All right. I agree with Paulie, by the way. I would I would look at next year's class, believe it or not. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, more phone calls. We'll give you our best and worst of the weekend coming up right after this. Everybody's got a to-do list. I get one from my wife, drop off the dry cleaning, pick up some milk, figure out something to get out of the house so I can relax. Here's an idea. Let's add save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. The good thing You don't have to drop off or pick up anything. All you have to do is go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. Do you like extra money in your pocket? Do you like not having to drive somewhere to pick something up? This is the way to do it. It just may be the most rewarding thing on your to-do list today. That's geico.com. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. 
And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the support this podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and of course, supporting. And now back to the show. Five Hour Energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Time to give you our best and worst of the weekend. By the way, Browns plan to retain Freddie Kitchens, quote, barring a horrific collapse. Has that been the season? What is the – I thought this was a horrific collapse. Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network says that uh, he is uh, – that the Browns plan to keep him as their head coach long term. Uh, Rappaport says that uh, the – Browns plan to retain him uh, unless there's a, a horrific collapse or circumstance to end the season. The organization will have – I don't believe this for a second. I, I just think this – let's get through the last couple of games and then that's it. Talk to me in January and let me know if Freddie Kitchens is still the head coach. If he is, great. You know, they move forward with Freddie Kitchens. But uh, – I haven't seen enough where I go, yep, that's the guy. Yeah, Todd. Maybe they want to get those 2020 season tickets uh, sale going, <laughs> get that out there. Make sure knows it. the coach is yeah. Wait, wait, is Freddie back? Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're going we're gonna to sign up. I want to know, is Odell Beckham going to be back? Todd, best and worst of the weekend. Okay, my best. On the seven-year anniversary of the Sandy Hook Elementary School tragedy, Newton, Newtown High School wins the Connecticut Class L football championship Saturday over Darien. A final play, 36-yard TD pass from quarterback Jack Street to wide receiver Riley Ward, their first title since 1992, and this is what it looked and sounded like. Talk to the head coach, Bobby Patterson, and uh, the quarterback, Jack Street, uh, Newtown High School head coach and quarterback. They'll join us coming up next hour. You know, it's foggy, it's misty, rainy. It's just a, it, I would say football weather, but you know, just to be able to throw that with the game on the line to win a state championship and certainly everything that community has been through. I don't know the last time they had a parade there in Newtown, but I hope they have a great parade. But we'll talk to coach and quarterback coming up in about a half hour. Uh, did you have a worse time? I did. Patrick Reed's caddy, Kessler Corain, who happens to be his brother-in-law, gets suspended Saturday for admittedly shoving and using expletives toward a fan who was yelling, you bleeping suck at Reed. Yeah, but uh, Patrick Reed brought this on at a prior golf tournament where, is, you know, the Tiger hero challenge where he moved his ball and proved his lie. And so these fans there in Australia with the President's Cup, hey, anything that you can use for trash talking, they certainly did. Yes, he like, the phrase polarizing golfer seems like you don't really expect that, but he is. Yeah, he's not well-liked. That's so strange. Yeah, he's not well-liked. No, he's not. It's a polarizing figure in golf. Really? Yeah. yeah. How do they even have that? McLovin. 
Okay, best, because he's not getting enough attention, is Carson Wentz. 11 for 11 in the fourth quarter against the Redskins. Two TDs. Second game in a row where he's been nearly perfect in the fourth quarter in overtime. Clutch against terrible teams. Is that, I don't know, it feels like mm. weird. Uh, my worst is going to be that the Niners now have lost three games on the last play of the game, although there was one second left. And I believe, I think they, the Falcons scored one more point. So they have three losses all on the last play. And that was the cover in that game, I, I know, believe. I know, and it, which is reason never sports. The game. over. The over. The Eagles the Eagles cover too. on their last play. So yeah. uh, sports betting in general is risky. Mm. Man, that brings back bad, bad memories. Seton O'Connor, best and worst. My best of the weekend is uh, UFC 245. It was uh, Matt Brown and Ben Saunders, and they absolutely beat the crap out of each other. And it was remarkable, too, because, uh, like, there's just – it was just brutal. And as soon as these guys are done getting, uh, like, just beating the crap out of each other, they get up and hug each other. It was like 10 seconds it took, and they got up, and they were like, hey, man, great job. And like, what? How do you do that? I mean, it's a, it's a tremendous show of respect. It's one thing but... to beat up somebody you don't like, but you <laughs> beat up somebody you respect. They're like, that was awesome. That yeah. was so great. Great work. And then meanwhile, the guy's nose is on the other side of his face. They're both covered in blood. You're like, whoa, this is nuts. Uh, worst of the weekend is me trying to watch that because I just can't. I can't do I'm it. Like, I just can't. Like, he's elbowing him in the face. Look I... at what he just did to his face. I'm so soft. I just, I'm so soft. And I really try not to be, but I just can't handle it. I really can't. Paulie, you don't have enough time for your best and worst. Real fast. Best of the weekend. James Madison, Montana State, Weber State all advance in the 1AA FCS playoffs. And the game of the weekend, one good game, North Dakota State beat Illinois State 9-3. to And North Dakota State's a powerhouse. Great job by Illinois State. Do you have a worst? No worst. Oh, all good. Okay. All right, final hour coming up. More best and worst of the weekend. As I mentioned, the coach and the quarterback from Newtown High School. Pretty amazing. Pretty amazing story. And uh, they'll join us in studio after winning the state championship with everything that the uh, community has been through. I'll try to put it in words if they can. Final hour coming up. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. During the season of giving, we'd like to offer you a little something special, and all we're asking in return is a few moments of your time. We need you to complete a short survey because your opinion matters to us and helps support the show. It'll only take a couple of minutes, and if you're one of the first people to do it, we'll give you a reward in return. Just go to podcast1.study, and everything will be right there for you. That's podcast1.study. The first 150 people to complete the survey will get a $10 gift card to Amazon.com. All of our shows are supported by advertisers, so filling this out will really help us. So please go to podcast1.study, and as always, thank you for supporting the show and happy holidays from all of us at podcast one five hour energy helps you get through your crazy on the go life and now it comes in two great tropical flavors strawberry banana and tropical burst they're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise try them both then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com you could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go offer ends 73120 terms apply see www.5hewin.com for details